If you want to take ownership and control over your life, you need to have the right environment in place. All your goals, ambitions and targets all mean nothing without the right environment in place. In this short podcast, I'm going to bring you through the five major pillars that I've used to design my environment, how it's helped me move closer towards my goals and how it can help you move closer to your goals. As the saying goes, you are the five people you hang around with. And if you hang around with losers, you naturally become a loser. This is a hard pill to swallow, but you need to understand that if you're hanging around with people who don't necessarily contribute towards where you want to be or what you want to be, you're going to naturally end up not achieving these targets. If you are hanging around with a bunch of winners who are very ambitious and moving towards bigger goals, that will naturally move you closer towards it. What's interesting here is if these people that you hang around with who are quite ambitious aren't necessarily even working on things that you are working on, their drive, their actual focus naturally moves you closer towards those bigger targets. You don't necessarily need to throw away friends. That's not my point from this. But the main goal here is the fact that you design your environment socially so that you're around people who are eagerly moving towards the right idea. If you are just talking about the footy at the weekend or just talking about rugby, talking about some bullshit sport or Love Island, you're naturally not going to work towards where you want to be. That social environment is very, very important because it's a small nuances. If I'm chatting to a friend and if we're chatting about some abstract topic that has nothing to do with my business, I can still learn something about it and bring it into my own life. This has been hugely influential for me to move closer towards what I want to do, whether it's fitness related, career related or whatever. If you can hang around more people in a physical sense, the easiest, the lowest hanging fruit is cleaning up and draining the shit out of your social media. That is what is what 100% holding you back. Let's use the example of the footy or the Love Island aspect. If that's what you're following, that's the person you're going to be. The first thing you can do here is drain that completely out and only surround yourself with wealthy minded people. I'm not saying necessarily wealthy people. I'm saying people who have a wealthy mind, which means that they're focused on growth, they're focused on getting better and they're focused on building substantial elements. This is 100% going to move you closer towards being a better version of yourself and getting what you want. If you feel like you're falling down, that is 100% contributing to it is the social environment. And it's only small nuances that we pick up. You become lazier, you become less fulfilled, you become less driven and it adds up and stacks up. So as we look at the habits that compound and get 1% better, these habits can get 1% worse as time goes on. So it's a big caveat to follow. The importance of social environment goes hand in hand with your physical environment. If you're in a poor physical environment and you find yourself not being able to progress, it's mainly due to where you are situated. My advice often for young people who don't have any dependencies or whatnot is to get themselves into the biggest city possible. The reason being is because within big cities, you will find a cluster of people that you naturally gravitate towards. It could be people who are more artistic, more creative, more entrepreneurial, more driven. You'll find the cluster of people that you just naturally want to become and you'll be able to move closer to it. For me, moving to Singapore, I was able to surround myself with those individuals and even people that I wasn't necessarily hanging around with. It's just the environment. The city is driven towards people who are very ambitious, who are working really hard and who are trying to make something of their career. By just being in that environment, I felt my capacity to work harder and to get what I want out of this is actually elevated, which was really, really helpful because I was naturally being brought up with the tide, which most people don't necessarily feel. Now, again, I'm not saying that you can move out of your small town and just get into a bigger city, but if you can't necessarily change it in the short term, 
you can definitely change where you work. If you're working at home, you can go to a co-working space. I've never really used co-working spaces that often, but it's another example of changing your social environment and your physical environment. You are now in a place with other people who are driven, who are entrepreneurial, who are doing whatever kind of stuff online, and you're in that space in a co-working space, which is very helpful. If you can't get to that stage, then you can go a step further back, which is your workspace. I'm in a very clean, nice setup place that I know that I'm able to sit down and actually allocate time to work. I only come into my office to work. I don't come in here to play. So when I'm sitting down and I'm recording a podcast, recording a clip, working on something, I know I'm here to get work done. That small aspect of workspace design, working up to your actual lifestyle design, and then working up to where you are at a city. Therefore, you have a nice kind of tandem between the two, because when you're in an area that's very, very driven with individuals, you will naturally find a social circle of driven individuals as well. And you're moving closer towards who you want to be. And you're kind of moving away from who you don't want to be. That's another big aspect. For many people, including myself, the only way to get into physical environments is by your professional environment. If you are young coming out of university or if you didn't even go to university because it's not even that necessary these days, it's all about your professional career in the beginning. If you're going to go down that career path, if you're going to go down that corporate path, my biggest advice to any young people is to get themselves into a high growth company from the very beginning. The reason being is for numbers of reasons, but the beginning is mainly due to the skills you acquire. Early in your career, in your professional environment, you want to stack as many skills as possible. When you're working for a high growth company or a company that's very ambitious or let's say even a startup, you're so scrappy in the beginning that you're learning everything at 5x, basically at 10x at times sometimes because you need to just acquire things that the company don't necessarily have. So you're learning very, very quickly. What that gives you is leverage because the more skills you acquire in that scrappy sense of a, of a growth environment the fact that you learn and you can leverage those skills my biggest skills that i really recommend people to get into is product design or product building so how to build anything this can range from an actual startup to a SaaS company you can even transfer this stuff into digital courses or whatever because the concept of how we design things and build things is what is very valuable to other people that's what you get in these smaller companies same with the aspect of sales and marketing. So even if you're working on a product or you're working in like middle office, if you understand and if you learn and you stop and think why people buy things or buy your product or use your product, you'll understand how that is written, how that is sold, how people market it. And that becomes very valuable as you're stacking these skills. So you go from understanding how to build, understanding how to sell, understanding how to market. And another aspect here is copywriting. So someone who is dyslexic can't write for shit traditionally, but I've pushed myself to try learn how to copyright and write a lot better because it makes everything connect. It's kind of like how we put everything together and it kind of connects together. So I get that. I learned that from my professional environment. Being in a high growth company gives you that leverage. If you do have ambitions to be a solo business owner or to build your own startup or to just move into the online business space, adapting these skills that are stacked allows you to easily transfer these across. That is like the best possible way to have none of the risk and all of the reward of building a professional career that you may want to leverage to go to a different company or you can go and build your own thing. Another aspect here working with these bigger high growth companies is the fact that you could be a junior designer, a middle of the road like product engineer or whatever but when you move company you can often go in as a head or a director of a particular department so you could go in as head of product or head of sales or whatever because you've 
earned your stripes and you've got the benefit from being in the smaller companies that lets you elevate and drag yourself through if you want to go down the corporate route if you don't want to you now have all of this experience and all of this leverage essentially that you can bring it into your own business and you can use it to your advantage so if you're speaking to someone say oh i was in this company i learned all this stuff you might want to raise capital you might want to do a few other things but you're able to do it Let's compare that aspect to a slow growth company. If it's an older traditional kind of company, I feel personal experience is that it favors lazier people. People who want to push paper around and not actually move really quickly. Now, because of that, you earn less money. You don't move as fast. You're going to probably cap out at a younger age and you won't be able to actually accelerate. And if for whatever reason you were to lose your role or lose your job, you can't necessarily build randomly because you've been working in a very narrow domain for so many years that it's very difficult to take that into an entrepreneurial sense and as you want to get the most out and be able to take control of your life and get what you want you do definitely definitely need to be able to take that professional career sense and move it into your own rendition of it your own version of this how to keep this engine motoring and keep it moving is by having your health in check My fourth pillar is my health environment, which I put nearly more emphasis on than anything else. A sharp body is a sharp mind. They have a direct correlation. The sharper you are physically, the sharper you are mentally. You can push too hard and whatever and burn out. There is that aspect of it too. But the fitter you are, the healthier you are, the more your training's in check, the more your nutrition's in check, the easier it will be for you to go and do what you want. This has many, many different benefits, but the biggest one is a confidence aspect. If you have shown your stripes to yourself, not to anybody else, because it's not about other people but to yourself that you've shown up and been disciplined driven results orientated got actual results and got outcomes in a particular health aspect this could be just being on top of your food bear in mind that will give you confidence the confidence you get stacks the more that you've stacked it will allow you to take that experience and move it into other aspects of life whatever your aspect of training is right for me it's bodybuilding for you it could be cycling it could be running it doesn't even matter but the fact that it's numeric outbased that i know i can go in and hop on a bench press and go from 100 kg to 102 kg i see that incremental improvement it gives me subconscious confidence that i can go and do other aspects and before i started getting like super serious about my career and online business and all that good stuff I needed to give myself enough confidence that I could even go and do these things. And I always reflected back on the health aspect. I looked at things that I was able to do and be disciplined in, and it gave me a lot of confidence because I always said to myself, well, if I was able to show up at 7 a.m. and get into the fucking gym and get the work done when I didn't even want to do it, or not give in to my temptations and indulge in a massive cake over here all the time, then maybe I can keep a discipline into my career and I can go very deep on a particular area. It gave me a lot of confidence to know that I should back myself and stack these skills and just go full hog on things that I really do believe that work for me. So I was able to back myself and go a lot harder on that. As it incrementally improves, this stuff just snowballs. So the more, the healthier that I am, the clearer I am with my professional career, the better I can develop my own career and move into building friends that are in that aspect. So it all works together and then I'm working together. So now I'm at a point whereby I'm in a gym training people who are in a similar domain with me from a career aspect We all have similar interests and we're moving closer towards who we want to be. I still, of course, meet people who have different interests to me, which is also very important. But the fact that we're on similar pursuits that are in different pillars of environment design all works together and works really well. And none of this makes any sense without the last pillar, which is attitude environment. Your attitude literally dictates everything. 
It takes entire perspective on where you are right now and where you can potentially get to. Complaining is a sure way to end up miserable and nobody even wants to be around people who just complain all the time. Fair enough, you may have high moments and low moments, that's completely fine. I pretty much have them 10 times during a day, but it's all about staying somewhat consistent with your emotions and consistent with your attitude. If you do have a long-term vision, a North Star goal, you just work backwards every day to that goal. It's a small, miniature, boring as fuck actions that you need to take every single day to move you closer towards it. But without the right attitude with this, it all crumbles. You're gonna get this short wave of enthusiasm and motivation that's just gonna fall apart about seven days later if you even get to that point. But without the right attitude, the right perspective that you're going to move closer to this, it's going to suck, but you're getting better every single day. That's what it's all about. The whole thing with this is the fact that you're not looking for perfection with your environment. You're just looking for small incremental improvements because the whole goal is not to be a productivity machine. It's just to be more effective in the areas that you're working in right now. I don't want to work all day. I want to work on certain things that bring me closer to my goal in short, concise sprints, and having the right attitude in that lets me go into this and tackle it head on. The results that you desire are largely driven by the attitude behind it. If you take two different examples, two sample sizes of people who are both working on similar enough tasks, one person who's quite optimistic and knows it's difficult, but is going to stick through it and keep working on it will derive better results. It's the aspect of going super deep on a topic, enjoying the process and really staying with it. Therefore, once you have your long-term goal in place, it all works in together. So these are very, very important pillars. The five pillars I think have helped me substantially. I'm by no means a master in this aspect, but I do think that from the social environment, you continuously improve, you level up with better friends and better people in your network and whatnot. To the physical environment of where you live, you don't need to go you know, change your entire world, but you do need to level up that aspect of life as well as in your professional environment, look at roles that you think are going to help you make those mega leaps in your career. Where are you going to move to? Or if you want to go build a business, what helps you go and accelerate that? Right up to the health aspect, you need to stay in shape. You need to stay consistently sharp because the sharper you are physically, the sharper you will be mentally. And the last aspect then, all around your attitude, that's going to just hold it together. It's the gel that kind of holds the whole thing together. So Hopefully you enjoyed this shorter podcast this week. This is a small kind of solo podcast I have on YouTube. I also have Spotify, have it on Apple. If you do like it, please feel free to leave a thumbs up, leave a comment, like, share, all that kind of good stuff so I can produce more episodes. And also let me know if you enjoyed this episode too. I produce much more. Thank you for watching this video. See you next one.